Good evening, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Futurati Podcast, where we dive into how emerging technologies will impact the world and your bank account. I'm Trent Fowler, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Thomas Fry. Thomas and I are futurists, keynote speakers, and consultants with decades of experience in analyzing trends and communicating new developments to audiences across the world. Reach out to us at futuratipodcast.com slash contact dash futurati if you'd like to hire us for consulting, to speak at your event, or to advertise on our podcast. Thomas, we just wrapped up episode 125 uh, about knowledge avatars, where uh, Emiliano De Laurentiis and his team have used G- ChatGPT, or I'm sorry, GPT-3 and similar sorts of technologies on the back end, hooked up some additional functionality in the front, and they've created a way for you to embody your knowledge in an artifact in a way that could teach lots of other people. What, what was your big takeaway from this episode? Well, this is what a a lot of companies have been hoping for is to have Mm -hmm. the ability to, so if somebody has questions about and to get on your website, they have questions, they want, they want to know more. And it's just something that's an easy thing to do. Just uh, click on this uh, human looking person and, uh, and it'll give you the answers to your questions and it'll guide you through what you need to know. Um, that that I think that um, it gets rid of kind of the need for uh, call centers, customer service agents. Uh, at least moving in that direction, it's not there yet. But uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, I think what a lot of companies are aspiring towards. Well, in in a way, there has been a broader strain within science fiction that has been moving towards this as well. So. We still have a ways to go, but this is one step in the direction towards the young lady's illustrated primer described in Neil Stevenson's classic science fiction work, The Diamond Age. And it also reminds me of Danny Hillis's Aristotle program, which is a similar sort of thing. It's this really sophisticated uh, piece of software that's able to guide you in an open-ended way through explorations of different topics, break concepts down for you, give you examples, identify weak spots in your knowledge, have you shore them up, that that sort of thing. It, it's uh, a, a sort of tutor, but um, a pretty non-trivial one. So this isn't quite that, but when you watch the interview and you see what they've got going on, you can sort of see how this is a move in that direction. And in general, I'm really excited about it. It's not like we have too many teachers in the world. It's not like we have... Uh, too many people who are well-educated. I mean, there's there's lots of gaps that need to be filled. And I think that scaling this up would be something that would have a hugely positive impact on the world. Yeah, and he's he's been at this for over 40 years, uh, which kind of blows me away. I mean, this idea that uh, they were talking about chatbots back in the 1980s, um, that's, right. that's pretty mind-boggling because that wasn't a term that was common in any way shape or form back then um yeah so he's he's got kind of a lifetime of knowledge that he's bringing to the table here and um and creating creating these um these avatars uh and it's not no small uh achievement to do something like this um so i certainly wish him the best and I hope he can uh, bring this out to the masses here very soon. Absolutely. I feel exactly the same. And I wish you all the best in listening to episode 125 with Emiliano de Laurentiis. Tonight, we're joined by Emiliano de Laurentiis, 
Emiliano is a trained cognitive psychologist with a lifelong interest in lifelong learning and an impressive record of using technology to enhance educational outcomes. In the 80s, his Arrakis Advantage series was the first educational software to use chatbots. In the 90s, he launched a website that brought adaptive, student-specific learning to the internet. Today, his Knowledge Avatars platform is making it possible for experts in any domain to create robot tutors with the potential to educate millions of people. If you enjoy this interview, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. And don't forget to check out our website, futuratipodcast.com. Emiliano, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here. Let's hear a little bit about your background, your interests, and what brought you to working on the problems that you're working on today. Yeah, well, um, all my life I've been trying to make learning easier, and that has been uh, that has been the main driver of my of my work. Uh, AI has just been one of those tools that has been made uh, made that possible. Uh, you know, I started doing using AI in, in the 1980s in one of our earlier projects called uh, the Arrakis Advantage that was published by uh, by Prentice Hall and by uh, and, and funded by Cole's Notes and Cliff's Notes. Uh, Cliff's Notes and Cole's Notes had a partnership. So in, in, I was in Canada at the time. I was uh, uh, just uh, had just graduated from um, from McGill University in, in educational psychology and in, in, uh, in cognitive sciences and started my own company with uh, with a group of AI experts and uh, uh, and we were you know people who were working on uh, uh, expert systems, uh, medical diagnosis, uh, all those kinds of issues, and uh, and so we so I started looking at how can what how can we intersect pedagogy, um, learning, and uh, and technology, and, uh, and you know technology was my was my passion. It was it was my hobby actually, uh, but they but cognitive sciences and the and educational psychology was was what I was trained in, and that's and that's really what I started looking at is how how can we intersect those three things, and uh, and that's that's so the first project we had we had uh, the Arrakis Advantage had a chatbot, probably the first chatbot, uh, uh, used in education ever. That's chatbot, uh, chatbot. Yeah, chatbot. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, we With, had, we uh, developed uh, we we developed we developed a system called uh, Socrates. So Socrates was a uh, was a was a uh, um, was the um, engine that we developed at, at that time. That was, that was in 1982 or 83, and um, and you could you could uh, talk to uh, our, our chatbot and uh, and ask and ask it questions about. Uh, you know, about uh, you know, you know uh, uh, educational give give you examples, uh, you know, teach you uh, ask you could ask the questions about uh, you know what is uh, whatever whatever the concept is you know, and and and, and uh, so 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 we had this, uh, an interface that was voice oriented that was chat oriented before before chatbots were were there you know. Existed in the marketplace. Yeah, I had no idea chatbots were around in '82. That's uh, way earlier than most people uh, understood the term or anything at that point. 
Well, we based uh, we based it on some of the earlier research in psychology. Uh, there was some early re research where people uh, we had they had a, a service uh, sort of a, a, a type based chatbot, and people were were looking at were doing research to see if if you were you know, I can't remember the name of the of, this, of the project at the moment, but it was a, um, a, 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 a an online psychologist. And so you would ask it questions, and it would respond with with very basic responses, like a mm -hmm. uh, that is a good yes, it's a good question. Uh, tell me more about your about your family. Tell me more about your about your parents. <laughs> and uh, and that that system was 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 tried out in the sixties. I think um, uh, the name will come to me at some point. <laughs> in any case, that that research was done in the sixties. And uh, it was very disturbing because they dis they discovered that uh, people reacted to this uh, this very basic chatbot technology uh, you know, as if it was a real a real therapist. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was a, it was a precursor for what we have today in, in chatbot technology. What uh, what technologies were you using to build? those intelligent systems in the eighties. I mean, this was pre neural networks, pre SK learn, pre all the stuff I use. So I'm just curious as to what that actually looked like. Yeah, it was all, uh, we built it all in C++. Uh, it was all, uh, <laughs> it was all proprietary. Uh, and um, uh, we, we had natural language processing that, that we, that we designed ourselves. And uh, they basically allowed us to, uh, you know, it, it was looking. It was looking for certain, you know, key, key uh, words or key phrases, and uh, and, and uh, use that information. In fact, that's that's we developed eighteen products with that technology, and uh, I received some information just just about two or three years ago. Somebody from India called me and said, well, "You know, I've been I've been looking for you for uh, forty years. We've been using software, your software in India." And uh, we've been teaching uh, math and science with your technology, and uh, and it's, been, it's it's a pleasure finally meeting you. <laughs> wow, wow, that's a long time. Well, yeah. that, it amazes me. Like, how would they use it? I mean, how did you distribute it such that they could still use it? I mean, if, like, forty-year-old software is kind of tricky to run sometimes, especially if nobody's been oh, maintaining it. So I don't even know I, how they're doing it. I have uh, I have an uh, I have an old PC uh, that I can that, that I can still run the software on. It runs on floppy disks. So we developed our own operating system. So basically, uh, you stick it you stick the floppy disk into your machine, and it and, and it took over DOS. It just it just eliminated DOS. Actually, it just took took over the, the system uh, because we de we developed an operating system that was um, that that uh, essentially. Um, you, we we could program once, create content once, and then and then it, it generated code for five different operating systems. So we were we were running on the Apple, on the Apple, IBM PC. Uh, this is this is this was before uh, Macintosh, so it was just Apple PC, Commodore sixty four, TRS eighty, <laughs> and there was a fifth one. But I I think Atari, that Atari computer, uh, uh -huh. and uh, we based it on. The similar technology that you had uh, with um, Pascal, the Pascal P code. Mm -hmm. I, don't know if I don't know if you're familiar with that. So Pascal, when you wrote, when you wrote code in Pascal, 
language Pascal, it basically interpreted it into, into a, what they called P-code. That P-code was sort of a layer between the, the operating system and the, and, the, and the higher level language. And so, so you just had to have that, that interpreter at the, at, for, for each operating system. Um, and, that, and, that's, and that's essentially what we did. We had an interpreter for each of those the different operating systems. Well, you've you've kind of uh, you've kind of slingshotted yourself into a whole different realm of AI now. Um, tell us about the projects you're working on today. Yeah. So um, again, on on the theme of trying to make education easier and learning easier, uh, I I, I uh, started developing knowledge avatars. So let me first explain to you why 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 it's called knowledge avatars. Because that's because even though our technology has to do with uh, with AI and uh, and chat, it, it it goes beyond that. Uh, so um, what is an avatar? An avatar in, in in the gaming industry is a representation of your of yourself in the game. Uh, but what is an avatar originally? Originally, an avatar is a representation. Of a per, of a deity on Earth in in, the, in Hinduism, that's that is what an avatar is. It's the representation of of a, of a, of a deity on Earth. Uh, so a knowledge avatar is a representation of your knowledge in cyberspace. So so the goal of knowledge avatars, which I, I started seven years ago, before uh, before Chat GPT and before OpenAI, <laughs> uh, was to represent your knowledge. Uh, as as a, as an instructor, as a, as an expert, uh, to represent your knowledge in 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 an entity, so that so that it could teach for you in the way that you teach when 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 you're not available. So to be your um, your your teaching assistant, basically, and that is and that is the goal. That has been the goal of knowledge avatars, and that is, and that is what we offer today. So what is the point of having it be an avatar? Like, can you describe the avatar a little bit to me? Is it actually a little character that looks like me? Is it just Clippy from, you know, the early days of Windows? What, what does this actually look like? Yeah, yeah, please don't explain. Don't uh, don't take, use Clippy as an example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. That, that, that destroyed uh, a lot of uh, perceptions of people, people's perceptions. Um, so... So first of all, uh, an avatar can be anything. It doesn't have, it doesn't have to be uh, an actual character. Uh, can, it can be just text by itself, or or, or it could be uh, uh, some kind of animation. It could be a blob. It could be a glowing light, as in uh, as in two thousand one, the Space Odyssey. <laughs> you know, so it could be as any, any character that you want. Uh, generally, we find and the research shows that people relate more to um, to to an actual person, an actual character, um, but there's a but it's a balance. You know, you have to balance it between. You know, I don't know if you, I don't know if, I don't know if you've heard the term uh, uh, uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you don't want things to be to feel so creepy, so you know, kind of not quite human like enough uh, that they that it looks creepy. Um, you know, like uh, like Sophia, uh, or the, you know, the box Sophia that that is now. Uh, a citizen of Saudi Arabia, 
uh, in my opinion, is a creepy, is a creepy yeah, prompt. Yeah. Man, okay. Yeah. So can you uh, can you give us a demonstration and kind of talk us through um, how this thing, this whole thing works, and uh, give us maybe one of your more common applications for it? Yeah, I can. Um, so, so let me explain one thing in, in advance of my of the demo. Um, is that um, what, what we what we have done is not rather than just creating a chatbot that just answers your questions, we wanted to optimize the bot to, to be able to teach. So, what what would what would what would what would make an, an ideal tutor is is really the question that we try to ask ourselves. Like, what would be what would what would be an ideal tutor? So an ideal tutor is 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 is, not, is a tutor that can answer your questions, but it also is it's also a tutor that can show you what are the um, knowledge gaps that uh, that you may have, what are the prerequisites that you need for a particular any particular concept. It's also a tutor that can present not just definitions. But also can provide you with examples, and, and, and at, at any number of no, any number of examples for a particular for a particular concept. And so, uh, we have designed our bots to to work on a concept by concept level. The, the concept is actually the 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 essence of um, of, uh, of knowledge. It's sort of the it's the atom of knowledge. So, a concept. What is a concept? A concept is a um, is is a, a description of a particular uh, entity. Um, it is an, an idea. Um, it is a process, and uh, you have a you have a generalization of a concept. But you can also have, but you also have uh, exact. Um, so generalization. Once you have that generalization of a concept embedded in your schema, in your in your brain, then you totally understand it. So if you understand a chess tactic, then you totally understand that check chess tactic. Uh, if you uh, if you don't really understand what a chess tactic is, then um, yeah, then what, what you need is examples to give you to. to in fact, the train that's how, that is how bots are trained today, right? You you, you provide a bot with many many examples until they can generalize and uh, and uh, and and, uh, and represent that particular concept. So we're trying to do the reverse with humans. We're trying to give people that uh, the, the the general uh, generalization of a particular concept, and in doing in doing it with many examples. That is that is just the essence of how we learn. Um, it's, it's, it's actually quite simple. Hello, this is Trent Fowler, co-host of the Futurati podcast. One of the most common pieces of marketing advice I've come across is to know your audience and give them what they want. One difficulty in podcasting is that it's actually pretty hard to do this. None of the major platforms give us any way to reach out to you, our listeners, to find out what you enjoy about the Futurati podcast and what you'd like to see done differently. So we've decided to record this commercial and ask you directly to reach out to us. Head over to futuratipodcast.com, go to the contact page, and drop us a line. Tell us about your favorite and least favorite episodes, what you'd like to see us cover in the future, and anything else you want us to know. We produce this show for you, and we want your advice so we can make it even better. Thank you. So, um, so if you like, I'll, I'll share my screen and uh, I'll, I'll uh, demonstrate uh, how how uh, we can learn with uh, 
chest with the, or chest spot. Okay, as, as we're moving into the screen sharing mode here, uh, can you kind of talk through what, what things we're seeing? And um, uh, is this something that would appear on a computer that you're using? Okay. okay so you see a screen, okay. So what we have, what we have here is um, our chess guru. And our, all of our, so our, the Knowledge Avatars platform is a platform where you can train your bot, okay? It's very simple. There's no programming involved at all. And you can go in and start training your bot from day one. And within hours, you can have your a bot that, that, that teaches people using your knowledge and using your content. Uh, so um, you could just, you could select, uh, we're making some updates right now. So in, in the near future, within the next few weeks, two weeks actually, you'll be able to select your bot, uh, select your character, uh, even select your language. We have, we support 33 languages right now. Uh, our bots, uh, you know, we've had, we have bots uh, that, that, have, that speak uh, Korean, that speak uh, Spanish and so on. Um, and we can also customize the bot to look like you. Like you. Uh, we don't have an automated system for that yet, but that will come this year. We're, we're in the process of working on that as well. So, so you can have a bot that looks just you know, pretty much as, as close to you as possible. Uh, this bot, this little widget, the widget has uh, uh, a banner at the top that just describes what the, what the bot is. And then we have a little, a little rotating banner. This banner could be an advertisement or it could be simply instructions. Uh, we support our bots through advertising. Um, but if you don't want advertisements, that's fine. We can just charge you for um, for uh, usage. So, so what, what it boils down to is you could create your bot for free and you can use your bot for free as long as you don't mind us having advertisements. And we pay you 20%. Uh, of advertising fees, so 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 the creator, the, the person who, who who trains the bot, can you can be generating uh, revenue from, from their own bot. So okay. uh, our bot, you can speak to our bot with voice or 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 text. Uh, so you had a question. Um, now, does this does the question have to be focused on chess then? Or can it be so each each bot each bot has its own knowledge base. We're we're, we're focusing each bot has its own expertise. So yes, in this case, our, this particular bot, its expertise is is uh, is chess. Um, but it, but we have other bots. We have bots in accounting and uh, um, uh, algebra, <laughs> uh, history. And, and so on. So every bot has a different has different capability. We could give uh, any particular bot more than one knowledge base. It's sort of like the matrix. If you remember in the matrix, they would jack up their brain, and and uh, and a person could could develop new knowledge just by getting jacked up. We could do the same thing with with the bot. So any particular bot can have more than one knowledge base. But generally, we're we're focusing on one knowledge base at a time. Okay. So you just, you just ask it a question like how it re would respond yeah, so, to the Queen's so, Gambit or how it would open? Well, so we could, we started off by uh, making sure that she, that she knows we're talking about, uh, about chess. 
And so this this uh, usually we start off with something like "Tell me about chess." So she talks. You have voice synthesis technology, right? Is, is it pretty good voice synthesis? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's based on we we use Alexa system, same same technology. It's Amazon's Poly. Uh, so uh, we, we use the same technology that uh, that uh, is used by Amazon. Talk to me a little bit about the training process. What is what does that look like? So how how would I go well, through creating a, a bot and offloading my knowledge? So training uh, involves um, identifying which concepts you want the bot to know about. So, for example, in chess, if I can I can take you to that page. Oh, it's like, I don't know why my screen is here. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> So our future bots in the near future we're going to be as realistic as as what you see here. That is, that's that's our, our next our next iteration. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say you're on the other side of the uncanny valley. Yeah. Oh, yes. Cybersecurity. Guru, and so. So now here we are uh, in the in the chess uh, section. Uh, so basically. Um, you, you know, here are this is so, so this is what you're looking at right now is a knowledge matrix. A knowledge matrix is basically all of the concepts that you trained your bot in, and, and what it shows you are, are the individual concepts like like rook, for example, and uh, capturing and pawn structure. And it also shows you what are prerequisites to which other concepts. So, for example, openings, you have stages controlling the center, pawn structure, castling, and development. So this, these are related to openings. Uh, so you can ask the bot, tell me about openings, or tell me, or what else do I need to know? And it'll tell you, uh, you need to know about controlling the center, the pawn structure, castling, and development. These are the prerequisites to understanding about openings. So, so really, um, it acts like a tutor, like I said, to to, to help you understand what how, how uh, well, um, you know, how the topic works. So yeah. it's, a, it's a higher level. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask, so do I, as the user, put the structure in or does it discover it by doing something like topic modeling over a knowledge dump? Because you, you could feed a lot of documents and it plausibly could learn a structure from that with some kind of clustering, right. like entity extraction right. and clustering on top of that. So do I have to tell it? Can it learn its own concepts? Right now, right now, what you do is you you tell it. Uh, we we have a, a project in in place right now where it will interview the expert and and learn from the expert. Uh, but right now, what you do is you go into the back end and you simply scroll down and simply tell it. Here are here are the prerequisites. So for this particular concept, these are the prerequisites, and, uh, and, that, and that's that's basically it. And it, and it creates the, the diagram for you. So you've been working on this for quite a while, um, and it's been rather recent when Chat GPT came out and suddenly uh, took off like a rocket and became the the fastest growing uh, app yeah. of all times. Uh, how has that changed the way you think about this, and how has that changed your business model? 
It hasn't actually. Uh, we we use open AI technology in the back end. So, for example, if I, I can speak to, I could talk to uh, our, our bot here about chess. If I ask her, um, this just give, give you an example, tell me about tactics. All right. So, so she responds with the information that I gave it. Including the video, the uh, the uh, image that I also that I also gave it, right? So this this so the widget itself can be on any website, and will respond with specifically what I, as the instructor, wanted wanted to respond with. But if I respond, if, but if I ask it something like uh, that's totally uh, not random, but something that is that I didn't train it with, uh, for example, if I say um, uh, you know which is uh, Bobby uh, Fisher's best, I guess it's not spelled that way, Fisher's best uh, game. <laughs> let's, see what, let's see what it says. So it says Bobby Fisher's best game is widely considered to be his win over Donald Byrne in the 1956 U.S. Chess Championship. It has come to be yep. known as the game of the century due to its complexity and brilliance. Okay, so right. that came. So, so it went to that came from GPT three. Okay, and uh, so one of the things that we, you know, one thing that you know, you, you if if you've been reading, you know, I'm sure you've been reading the news. Uh, Chat GPT is not usually accurate, <laughs> uh, so it, it 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 tends to. It tends to it's like a it's like a it's like a student trying to look smart in an essay, but 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 without but but doing a little bit of uh, bullshitting along the way, right? So right. Uh, so what so what we're doing is we are uh, creating. Um, um, we're asking we're asking the GP three system questions, and we're and we're and we're trying to filter that out as well. To make sure that the, that the content is, is is as accurate as possible, I'm sure that that we may come out. Some of our queries will not be accurate as well, but in general, uh, we're, we're looking at non non critical qu queries. Will go to GPT three, so that so that uh, uh, so like in this case, this, this seems to be. Uh, I, I would have to confirm it, but it seems to be an accurate an accurate, uh, an accurate re uh, response. Interesting. So you've got some kind of so, fact so, checking so, so, layer on top. Yeah. You've got some kind of fact checking. Yeah. So there. we're doing we're doing some some kind we're doing some checking. And particularly, we're we're filtering out content that is that is inappropriate. Uh, so in, in, in particular, because we're we're also dealing with with schools, well, we want to make sure that the, uh, a lot of our content is uh, is uh, is appropriate. So it's, so it's, it's, so we filter content that is uh, that is sexual or or uh, or violent in nature, all, and none, none of those responses, none, none of those queries will go to GPT-3 or to, to OpenAI. Yeah, okay. That's really interesting. So have you? how far do you plan on pushing in the direction of generative AI? Have you thought about using stable diffusion for some of the image generation or trying to have it make short films or something like that to illustrate concepts? Well, um, we haven't really delved into that at the moment. I think our, I think our focus at the moment right now is is to make it as easy as possible for any teacher to create their own uh, knowledge avatar, 
so that their knowledge avatar can represent what they are teaching. You know, they're using their images, using their videos, using their words. And so that, so that when our goal is that every teacher on earth can have their own knowledge avatar uh and and, and, the, and they, so they could use that knowledge avatar to to to, to promote to, to to help to uh, as, as a teaching assistant to help them teach um we're not trying to create a general intelligence that is not our goal that's, that's what open ai is trying to do i don't think i think they're they have a ways to go before they can they're, they're going to succeed in that uh but um, but like I said, we you know we we still you know we will be used OpenAI's technology in the back end as much as much as we can to 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 enhance what we what we're doing so that uh, so the teacher isn't doesn't have the burden of 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 having trained the bot completely themselves. Are you enjoying this episode of the Futurati podcast? If so, please like it. Give the show a five star rating on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and share it with your friends. By far, the best way to help us grow is to spread the word on social media, which will expose our content to more people and help us continue to bring you interviews with world-leading experts in AI, quantum computing, cryptocurrencies, and so much more. Thank you in advance. So, so give us an idea of what, uh, what the learning curve is for a teacher that um, is learning to program their own avatar um, to, to work with it on a regular basis. What is... How many hours are involved, and and um, and I'm sure there's beginner level and kind of intermediate and expert levels. Uh, how many hours are involved in, in any of those levels? Yeah, that's a good question. The generally, uh, we've had people learn how to program in about you know, less than an hour. Uh, you know, I, I, so I use the word program that's very loose, loose, <laughs> loosely. Um, you know, it's really about, uh, it's not about programming, but about re representing their knowledge. I think most, most people, most people are used to thinking in terms of stories, in terms of uh, lectures, and uh, really, really the, 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 large, the biggest challenge is for people to start thinking, what are the concepts that I need to teach? What are the basic, con you know, what, let's break down the concepts in this in this body of knowledge that I'm teaching. Whether, whether I'm teaching public speaking or I'm teaching uh, algebra, what are the basic concepts? And we have an we have an algorithm to help to help people do do that. It's, it's actually quite simple. And uh, and so the so the and, and we have a bot that teach that 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 teaches people how to create knowledge avatars. So you can you can chat with our bot. To help you learn how to how to create knowledge avatars, and uh, and for more you know, and, and people who prefer to use, to work with a human, we we have a we have a support system where we will provide uh, you know, support. But generally, but generally the algorithm is, is is this: you start off at a higher level. Let's say you're we're talking about um, osmosis, and so you you so you so you define. You define osmosis. What is osmosis? So, so you define osmosis, and then within that definition, you pick out other words that are that are that are concepts with that, that you're using to define osmosis. Right. So, for example, a, 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 bar a barrier, a barrier, 
uh, is used in, in, de, in defining osmosis. So what is a barrier? So now you define that, and that becomes a prerequisite for you to understand what osmosis is. And so, and, and then, so now you, and then you define barrier. What is a, and, and in that definition, you may find words that also need definitions. So if you use that algorithm, uh, you can easily build your knowledge matrix and, and have a structure that basically says, okay, that basically represents all of the concepts and all the prerequisites that are required to, to teaching that concept. Um, I've had, uh, you know, we, we went through that process, for example, with, a, with an accounting uh, professor. And uh, after he went through that process, he, he says, well, you know, I finally understand how to teach accounting. <laughs> you know? And now, now I understand why it is that so many of my students don't understand me in class because we make so many assumptions when we're teaching things about uh, about what about what students know and uh, and, and those so 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 uh, defining those prerequisites and, and sub sub concepts is is really essential to to having a good knowledge uh, structure. So really, what we're doing is we're teaching people how to be knowledge engineers, but it's not it's not yeah. difficult. It's just it's just a, it's just an algorithm, uh, and at some point we'll have a, we'll have a bot that does it for people but uh but still if we wanted if we want to keep it personalized for for the individual tutor or the individual instructor then we then we'll still have to have the instructor uh, either speaking to the bot or interacting with the bot at some level to to train the bot in some way well, that's really interesting can you uh in, in the closing minutes here tell us a little bit about what knowledge avatars have in store for us what what's coming down the pipe the next few iterations yeah <clears throat> well um for one thing uh we will have uh, very soon we'll have the ability to um to um to create a bar that looks just like you like you know, like, like the instructor uh very very rapidly right now we could do it in less than a week but there's a certain cost involved it's not it's not a high high cost, but there is a cost, um, and uh, we're, but we're hoping that we'll, we'll, we can make that as uh, as free as possible within the, within the, within the next few uh, few months. And uh, and uh, the main the main you know, we're we're in the process of reinvigorating our whole website and and, and changing the user interface and uh, um, and uh, just making it a lot easier. So, so within the next few weeks, we should be able to have, people should be able to create their their own knowledge avatars within, within two or three clicks, and uh, and have a, and have a, a knowledge avatar that they, that they can place on their website uh, very 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 rapidly. Um, we're also sure. going to have larger bots. We have bots that are right now our bots are about three hundred pixels wide. Uh, we're going to have bots that are that are. Um, um, they're also they're going to be um, um, uh, six hundred pixels wide and eight hundred pixels wide, so they can take up take up the whole screen and they get become they become very uh, uh, immersive at that point. Um, oh, and the other thing I should add is that we are also looking at um, incorporating our bots in the in VR. In fact, we have a few projects in mind right now. That uh, well, the, the, the projects in the works where we are doing, uh, for example, we're doing sports training with the bots in VR. Uh, I have a demo for that if you're interested. I have a two-minute video that describes that. 
um, we have um, we're doing a, a project uh, with uh, with rugby training, and uh, that eventually will be, will be in other sports as well uh, to teach uh, people. Where our bot will help will help coaches determine what it is that, that they should be teaching. But we're going to be using VR to to demonstrate different uh, different different positions and and, and uh, different, different uh, strategies. Do you need a dynamic and knowledgeable speaker for an event? Thomas Fry and me, Trent Fowler, are both seasoned keynote speakers, able to converse on a wide array of topics to audiences of all sizes and skill levels. Go to the contact page at futuratipodcast.com to book Thomas or myself today and let us apply our years of experience in public speaking to make your event a smashing success. So Google's been talking a lot about their uh, AI program called BARD and that's um, supposed to be um, supposedly way more advanced than chat GPT. Um, yeah. Is is that something you could incorporate into this as well? Or you, you don't have enough information yet to make that determination or how sh- what you're thinking about that? Yeah, we haven't looked into that yet. Uh, I, I've talked to some of the people um, at, at Google recently to, to see what, what they have uh, in the works. Um, but from what I see, uh, all these systems are what, you know, these companies are trying to um, have a general purpose bot that can respond to almost any question. I think, I think the, the, uh, the direction that they are going in is that they are going, they, is that they will have an intelligent search engine. I think, I think Google will have that as in the, the chat GPT will, 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 will become that. Um, it's, I mean, it's true. They could, they could write poetry, they could write essays and so on. Uh, but again, you have to fact check those, those, those systems. I think, I think all those capabilities are very, are very Im- impressive and I've used them myself. I've used them to, to write, um, uh, short uh, descriptions of things, or uh, even re- use them to write uh, resumes to see how well it would do. <laughs> I mean, we use tools like that, like Grammarly. We use tools, uh, similar tools, uh, in in different um, different venues. But I think that um, I think that if you want to be able to depend on the project on on, on a bot, uh, you, you know, they they will have to be a lot more accurate. So I think I think the, the you know they'll they'll you know they'll be their initial success will be it will replace uh, a Google search because after all Google search, searches today are so are so inefficient and you know who wants to uh, you know you do a search and you get you get three ads and uh, and five uh, articles uh, so how how is that helpful you know so I think the the you know, the, uh, the boss are certainly making that a lot more efficient. Well, where would you like us to send people who want to learn more about this project and your work more generally? Well, thank you. Um, well, uh, we have uh, our website is knowledgeavatars.com. And uh, um, there are, uh, besides the general descriptions of what we're doing, we have a blog uh, as well. Uh, so, we, so we publish regular articles on, on the subject. And uh, so, so that is uh, that is one one place where people can uh, can learn more about, about what we're doing. And uh, certainly, I'm always available to talk to people. 
And what Fantastic. we are doing, what we're looking for is, is partners. You know, that is our main goal. We're looking for uh, people who are uh, either uh, learning management systems, uh, educa you know, uh, educators, but mostly companies, uh, organizations that are involved in, 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 in training other people. We, you know, we want to provide the tools for people to create these knowledge avatars that help uh, that help particular organizations, whether they're individual professors or organizations that teach, you know, that teach uh, uh, large companies on on, on on specifics. I mean, that's one thing. That's one area where knowledge avatars will will shine is that we can teach uh, your organization about the things that you that matter to you. Um, ChatGPT or or Bard will never have that knowledge really about how you know how your Salesforce program will, for example, uh, uh, enhance for somebody somebody's uh, sales capabilities. All right. Well, fantastic. Yeah, this has uh, been a lot of fun. It's a fascinating application of this technology. It's something we've all been waiting for for a really long time, and I'm glad to see that you've made such progress tying it all together and getting a product product ready to go. Yeah, thank you. I, I really, I really appreciate being on the, on the show. Well, absolutely appreciate it, Emiliana. We will uh, we'll include links to your work, and we'll let you know when it all goes live. Best of luck with future endeavors. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, bye now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.